Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the BC Business Podcast. I'm Nick Rockle, Editor-in-Chief of BC Business Magazine. As BC's Minister of Jobs, Economic Recovery and Innovation, Ravi Kalan has been given three challenging portfolios during the pandemic. Like many local businesses, he's asking what the future holds when the province digs out from COVID-19. I spoke with Minister Kalan in late January. As Minister of Jobs, Economic Recovery and Innovation during the pandemic, you have a lot on your plate. Why do you think Premier Horgan gave a relatively new MLA so much responsibility? And frankly, are you feeling the pressure right now? Uh, well, you know, I spent my life in sport. And so you learn to manage pressure. Uh, and uh, and so, no, I'm not feeling uh, pressure uh, in that sense. Uh, there's, there's no more pressure that, uh, that other people can put on myself that I put on myself. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I, I've learned to deal with that uh, as being an athlete. But, you know, uh, the last three years as an MLA, I, I, I took on some challenging files. Uh, you know, I was uh, tagged uh, with the responsibility of bringing back the Human Rights Commission. Uh, and whenever you get into conversation about human rights, uh, it's always a tricky uh, conversation uh, because people have different perspectives on that. Uh, I also had the anti-racism file, which again, as you know, is a top of mind issue and very challenging. Uh, and uh, then I also got uh, put into forestry during a very difficult time with uh, mill closures in, in communities throughout BC. And, and so uh, I've been taking on challenging files in government uh, um, for my last three years. And, uh, and I see this as just a continuation of the work that I've been doing. And I'm sure you get asked this a lot, but, but how precisely does, does your background as an Olympic athlete help in situations like this? Well, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a question that comes up often, and, uh, and I think a couple things that jump out. One is, uh, I think uh, anyone that's played team sports uh, or at a high level or just team sports, I think understands the importance of cooperation and, and teamwork. Uh, and really that mindset I bring to everything I do. Uh, and so I believe in uh, listening to other people. I believe in sharing uh, my views and hearing other people's ideas. And, and in teams, you have the same thing. You don't always have to agree with your teammates, but you got to work together. And I kind of see that's how the pandemic is going to work. Uh, and, and the second is um, uh, the same drive that's required in sport to make it to a high level is the same drive that the business community uses every single day uh, in their businesses. And it's the same drive I bring to the work I do. You know, I've got a, a poster here on my wall. Uh, most people put up family pictures and uh, put up pictures of, uh, you know, trophies. I've got one that says a sad silver in field hockey. And uh, it's, it's the day, it's a picture of me uh, in, in a game uh, missing the chance to stop a goal that, that knocked us out of the Olympics. And so that's my reminder of uh, that we need to continue to work harder uh, every single day. And, and it's right beside my desk and I look at it every morning. We're still in the, in the midst of a, a major crisis. Um, is this the right time to be talking about economic recovery? Well, it's tricky because uh, whenever I raise the question of economic recovery in a public way, the response from the public is overwhelming. Like, why are you talking about this right now? Like, we're still in the pandemic. Uh, and so I, I understand that and I appreciate that. And, uh, and so we are very much in a phase right now, which is about uh, supporting our businesses the best we can to, to maintain operations during uh, an unprecedented time. Uh, but that being said, I think it's responsible responsible for us as a government and for certainly for business leaders to start thinking about what does the 
transition to opening up start to look like? What does the future look like? Uh, you know, uh, folks say that we need to go back to normal. And I say that we need to find what the new normal is. Uh, and so those conversations need to start happening. They've already started to happen. Um, but, you know, in a public sense, we, uh, we still can't talk about recovery because we still need to focus on keeping people safe and, and keeping businesses afloat. And for people who may not know much about it, what are the key elements of BC's economic recovery plan? Well, the Stronger BC program that we put in place uh, has has many components. Obviously, there's a people component, wanting to ensure that people have the supports they need. And uh, so, you know, many folks have been applying to get direct supports uh, from government to support them in uh, in, in their basics. Uh, but you know, for business community, there's also a whole ton of supports that we put in place: uh, cutting property taxes, uh, uh, tax credits for businesses that wanted to hire uh, both rehire their employees but also bring on new employees uh, you know we worked with the, the federal government on uh, their rent subsidy program um, and so and we've got grants we've got a digital boot camp set up for small businesses that uh, have always known that they needed to transition to where this is, where economy is going but it never perhaps got to it and so we've got boot camps to help small businesses uh, get there we've got dollars available for uh, e-commerce support uh, for for business businesses to get uh, online and get their businesses set up to reach a broader audience. And so uh, there's a whole host of things just for, you know, in the business community, not to mention uh, infrastructure spends, uh, which are critical uh, to keep uh, our society going. And so, um, you know, so it's a very comprehensive plan. Uh, I would say it's one of the most comprehensive plans in Canada. And the job numbers, I think, reflect that. Uh, BC was the only uh, jurisdiction to see nine months of uh, jobs coming back. Uh, of course, that is a, a large part in due to the public's response of wanting to, uh, by, by keeping us safe, by following the rules. Uh, and it's also a big response from the business community for uh, finding safe ways to operate. Uh, but, you know, we know two thirds of businesses in BC are relying on government supports. And, uh, and so we're glad that we were able to be there for people. The Canadian Federation of Independent Business estimates that more than 200,000 Canadian businesses could permanently shut down as a result of COVID-19, leading to millions of job losses. How do you plan to help employees of the many BC businesses that, that might end up joining that group? Well, uh, you know, I, I think the Canadian number uh, needs to be separated from the VC number. Uh, and, uh, you know, certainly I've uh, spoken with the CFIB um, and, uh, and they, are, of course, will acknowledge that BC is an outlier. Uh, we are the only province that did not shut down our construction industry. We're the only province that didn't shut down our manufacturing industry. We're the only province west of New Brunswick that still has in-dining in restaurants. And so uh, our model um, uh, and how we've handled this has been uh, that health is uh, the foundation of our economic recovery uh, and, uh, and, and people's cooperation has been the key. And so, uh, you know, I know that we've uh, probably lost about 8,000 businesses uh, and it's hard. That number is hard uh, for us to swallow. Um, but that's that being said, I'm very optimistic about quarter two, uh, late quarter two and quarter three and quarter four of this year. And I think we're going to see a strong bounce back. Thanks. And, and you've taken a lot of steps, as you just described. But um, how much power does the provincial government have to, to really help turn things around during a crisis of, of this magnitude where you have the federal government spending you know, hundreds of billions of dollars? And 
Yeah. Well, we've been working with the federal government uh, with all their programming. Uh, and so uh, when the federal government laid out their plan, we tried to ensure that we were filling the gaps the best we could, uh, because it doesn't make sense in a crisis situation for us to go in one direction and the federal government to go in a different direction. And so we really worked hard to align our programming, uh, which I think is uh, critically important. And so uh, I think that was uh, uh, one of the things that's come from the pandemic is that uh, all levels the government put down their differences of political views and ideologies and said, okay, how, how are we going to do this? And let's do this in the best best way forward. It's not perfect. There's a lot of bumps uh, in the road, uh, but I think we've done a, a fantastic job along that way. Do you have any comments on the Business Council of BC's proposal to simulate the economy by dramatically cutting the PST for one or two years? Well, the BC Business Council has a whole host of proposals, and uh, I've met with them multiple times already, and I, and I expect to be meeting with them often all the way through. Uh, and so we're going to look at all the measures that they propose, as well as many, many other associations that are giving us recommendations, and we're going to find the best path forward. Uh, but what we, uh, what we are seeing is no matter if you're from the business community, whether you're from the environmental movement or you're from labor or from First Nations, there seems to be an understanding that our economic recovery will need to be three uh, important pillars. One, it'll be uh, led by innovation, um, that we need to ensure that sustainability lens is put on everything we do, and we need to ensure that we don't leave people behind. And so we know all those things are going to work together in our economic recovery, and, and that's certainly our focus going forward. And, and COVID has taught us to expect the unexpected. How are you preparing for what looks like another unpredictable year in BC? Yeah, it's it's a real challenge. Uh, and month to month, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, and so we've been preparing by being flexible, uh, by listening, um, by adjusting as we go. Uh, and so many of our programs uh, have started one way and then a few months later have become different. And that's not normal for government, but we, we've been adjusting to the times and we've been adjusting to the challenges that, that communities and people and businesses are facing. Uh, and, and we've uh, been able to show how innovative government can be. You know, we talk about innovation and it's always thought about private sector, but government has been very innovative. Uh, and that's, I think, what uh, has jumped out for most people. Uh, when you look at the reforms on healthcare and how our healthcare system is, the changes we thought were going to be 10 years out happened in 10 months. Uh, we look at the court system, how they adjusted uh, to go digital and go online uh, so that our justice system could continue to operate. Uh, it's, it's phenomenal. And so uh, I think that's going to be the legacy of uh, of COVID um, is that not only government, but private sector will be finding innovative ways to do what we thought we'd been doing uh, well before. And on that note, what kind of provincial economy do you think will emerge post COVID? What major changes might we see there? Well, BC has a phenomenal story to tell. And, uh, and that is my goal uh, as the Minister responsible for Economic Recovery and Trade, uh, is to tell our story. We have a low carbon advantage uh, with our products here in BC. We, the, the costs around uh, um, wanting to ensure we have a sustainable economy have already been worked in to our products. And we look into what's happening in the US with the sh change in, in government. And, uh, and you know when they make a move, the world moves with them. Uh, and so there's gonna be a move towards sustainability, uh, and we're already there. And so um, uh, I'm uh, looking forward to working with our uh, resource sector, uh, with our tech and innovation sectors, to be able to uh, not uh, only 
tell the story of where we are, but ensure that we maintain that lead and that competitive advantage. And, uh, and so I see lots of opportunities for us going forward. And finally, where does innovation fit into the big picture? Innovation is going to be central. It's going to be central. We got to we got to think differently about how we've been doing things. Uh, and uh, and I highlighted some of the things in government that we've already uh, been innovative on. But we have huge opportunities. You know, I, I look at uh, life sciences and uh, you know how fast life sciences are growing here in BC. Uh, I look at uh, all our sectors. You know, I look at Harbor Air and what they're doing with their uh, electric planes, and we're supporting them, uh, leading leading the world in, in that conversation. Uh, I look at mass timber and I look at these companies that we have uh, that are looking at how do we build sustainably, uh, but at the same time, build faster and, and use the latest technology and how we model our buildings uh, and agritech, uh, huge opportunities in agritech. We have some of the leaders in the world uh, when it comes to research here in Vancouver, in Lower Mainland. Uh, and so we have opportunities. So I'm bullish on uh, the opportunities ahead of us. I think we've got... Um, uh, we've got uh, huge opportunities as a province, and we've already got amazing stories, and, uh, and that's something that uh, I'm going to be helping to, to share with the world.